You are listening to the Corona Diaries, brought to you by Allegra. For more information, please visit allegralaboratory.net. Hello everybody, this is Priyanka from Mysore, reporting for the Corona Diaries for Allegra Lab. I've just watched a play with what YouTube told me was along with 60,000 odd viewers. And I've just downloaded a couple of books for which the publishers have given free access. Unthinkable in ordinary times. Somehow, there seems to be a deeper understanding of empathy and solidarity, despite its many fault lines. When I started work in my soul, which was to think about it a month before the lockdown, I was extremely excited about doing field work in my hometown. Because as many of you would know, field work allows one to know the city more intimately. I'd wake up in the morning, go for a jog, return to my desk and then head off in the afternoon to the field to set up interview and hang out there. This is something I would really look forward to every day. For now, I have a lot of data which I've already gathered, interviews which need to be written down and so on. But should the lockdown continue, I will need to devise ways to do my interviews offline. Perhaps over the phone, I think. And of course, that can be done because many of my respondents are middle class. But yet, there will be losses. And this is something I have been thinking about and many ways in which I can make it possible with few losses. However, what keeps me in good stead is that isolation is not new to me as a researcher. Well, except fieldwork, I return home which doubles as my workplace. And like the recent meme, which was going around the internet, uh, which was for the writers, so you have these three blocks wherein there is the same person doing the same work, which is writing, and it goes on to name it. Each block is named before quarantine, after quarantine, and during quarantine, signaling to the fact that really life hasn't changed a lot. And since I don't work in the university, it means that I'm really on my own, except for the weekly call with my colleagues. Whenever there has been a possibility on any project, I have preferred to work out of an office space. It keeps my boundaries clear. In a world where flexibility work from home has increasingly taken over our lexicon, I think it brings some clarity of its downfalls now more clearly than ever. This brings me to how I began this audio diary. The coronavirus situation, I think, brings into sharp visibility a lot of many issues which for long have been made invisible. It could be the large cracks of the economic organization, the fact that there are so many invisible workers working on paltry wages, inherent exploitation in the cities, and also aspects such as care work, if I may add also anxiety, mental health, and some of the lesser spoken about but largely prevalent aspects of our society. Instance of this in my own neighborhood has been the waste pickers just recently were honored outside my neighbor's house. They had the two women who come to our street daily and pick garbage and collect garbage uh, sit down on chairs and later they were put shawls around them and they had them wear the Mysore peters, which you could really call fancy hats the kings and the upper class men wore earlier 
and is really considered a sign of honor. Along with this, they also garlanded them. These women who are hired by the city government, it's important to note, barring a few, are hired on contract for years on end and rarely enjoy the benefits of permanent employment. Other news from my neighborhood has been the gates of the houses have remained shut. They hardly open even when buying vegetables across the street. All transactions are carried out by the crevice of the boundary wall or the gate. The park, which plays a primary role in my locality and which is crowded morning and evenings, both morning and evenings, in fact, remains shut. The effects of which are several. The most obvious is the loss of place of leisure and recreation. But the lesser known fact, and which is true, and also sometimes, for instance, for my aged neighbor, the loss of the spark is existential. When he can barely walk, he would still manage to go to the park every day and walk, and this was important to him and his family, and have somebody drop him back to his house. These days, his family worries that he doesn't even walk inside his own house. The last Sunday, the Prime Minister asked the population to turn off their lights for nine minutes at 9pm and come out either inside the compounds or outside their balconies and light a lamp. This was taken up enthusiastically by the members in my neighbourhood. Whole families came together and lit butter lamps, flashed mobile torches outside and some also burst firecrackers. Three things stand out in this enforced solidarity act. One, several children were coaxed to shout, Go Corona, go! It really reminds me of Simon Goback, a slogan raised by Lala Lajpat Rai, one of the freedom fighters, to protest and resist one of the many oppressions of the colonial rule. Simon, however, was a man and perhaps understood and bore the humiliation of this, and also not to forget, retaliated. The virus, however, is a piece of information and therefore, by logic, death. The second aspect being playing songs devotional, both devotional and some patriotic. And third, the shouting of slogans such as Bharat Mata Ki Jai, which really translates to long live India. The duty discourse nationalism has always, anyways, been on the rise in India and the pandemic only strengthens these discourses. Alongside chants such as these, there are the badges that people put up on their online profiles which say stay home, stay safe, and it's now considered national duty to stay home, which I believe in turn vilifies people who are not able to stay home for the fact that several of them do not have a home or at least do not have it in the destination city where they come to work. I'm also thinking of how any act of solidarity must really build trust. But as Aditya, a fellow audio diarist, has noted on his April 6th entry, there is a huge risk of polarization in the country because of a religious event, a Muslim religious event, blowing up the number of cases and increased hate being seen uh, directed towards this community. There have been uh, several hate incidents that have occurred and some websites have listed out close to 33 articles uh, of fake information being circulated. 
In my thought, the ramification of this is through fake news circulating through WhatsApp. The popular grocery outlet in Mysore is the first to be a victim of such hate, with the forward circulating of how the owner has perhaps claims to have attended the event in Nizamuddin, the Pleaky event in Nizamuddin, and of having contracted the virus and urging the population not to go. The problem with WhatsApp then is this unverified information and unverified hate being circulated. There have been some policy regarding this and it's now being declared criminal to circulate any message without proof. But some of the initiatives by the government itself is worrying look from a perspective of privacy. Addresses and names of all people who've been asked to self-quarantine is now available on the government website for everybody to see. Community policing is in fact encouraged and many of the people asked to be quarantined are stamped on their wrists or stamped on the palms. Silver lining in the pandemic, however, has been how people are working to get rations to the needy. Several citizens in individual capacities and in collaboration with the police are delivering rations to the needy in the cities. The grassroots identification of communities in need, mobilization of funds which are crowdsourced and delivery. But along with the migrants now, the daily work workers, of course, small business owners like bookshop owners and cloth stores owners are now putting up pleas of help, asking patrons to buy products so they may receive the goods later buy coupons now and receive receive the delivery later to help them keep afloat. This is it from my saw. Thanks for listening.